dope. Like, so you first with time? Sylvia's, I went to like, you know, well-known Sylvia's. Everybody knows um, the world acclaimed. Or world acclaimed. Yeah, I've been to Sylvia's. Sylvia's yeah. And it was definitely dope. I had the best drink. Like, I had the one. I'm a bar. You already know I'm a bartender, so I'll be mixing them drinks. And I told them, I'm like, I like brown. You know, I was like, you know, I used to drink them French. You know, them French. I think they call them Kisses or Connections. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Hennessy and the Grand Marier. I was like, but two, I wanted a little two, sweet. Two cues and in the wedge. Yeah. No, but he, then he added some more other fly stuff on there. And by the time, yo, it was so good. But that one drink had me like nice. I was great. Um, so Sylvia, shout out to Sylvia's and a shout out to Negril. So mind you that I just came back from Jamaica a week before that, right? Where? And I went to this. Um, to this Jamaican restaurant in the village called uh, the Grills. Yo, I went there Friday, right? The food was so good. I never eat my food. Never eat all my food. I don't eat a little bit of it. I ate an appetizer. I ate an entree. I ate dessert. And I had two drinks, right? Now, you know she's serious because she pronounced eight. <laughs> she said, I ate. I ate. I ate. I ain't never heard you pronounce the, the E sound Let afterwards. Me tell you, the, that's how... The t- good it was the owner came out to meet me and everything right so the next day i had to come back to philly right i was supposed so to be an event shot. listen i was supposed to come to an event that was supposed to be in philly right so i'm about to go to the train i'm like all right listen i'm in my hotel room i'm like you can go left you can go right you can go you can go get to the train and get where you gotta go mm-hmm. or, or that food was so platter. good you can go get you another platter right <laughs> and it wasn't a platter because it was a nice sitting restaurant so you know I went left and I went to the restaurant. Missed my train, had to pay damn near fifty more dollars to get back home. That was an expensive grub. <laughs> it was. That grub. It was good though. No, but see, like when you, I want to go right back to New York just for the food. But when you traveling, that's what it's about. Like you should have to, and I know you had something to get to, but clearly, if it was that urgent, you'd have got to it. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you take advantage of that. Sometimes you spend a little more just to have those moments, just so you can have like not even so much a story to tell, but you tell that story because it made a memory for you. Right, right. right. And that's that's what it's about. It's funny as hell. Like it was so many things you said I wanted to point on, but <laughs> I mean, one of my biggest things about going away is eating good. Right. I care about eating. I want to do some shit that I never could do here, like whether that's just jet skiing or whatever the island or, or the situation provides that we just don't have here. And it might be food related right, too. Right, right, But then outside of that, like when you talk about traveling with people, the funny thing with me is I don't want to travel with motherfuckers that want to do everything together or have to do everything together. Like if we go on as a group, we can meet for lunch every day, dinner every day, breakfast every morning, one of those. That's what we we can pick one of them, and then outside That's of that, I'm going to move around. Let me know what's on your agenda. I'll let you know if I feel like doing it. If Because one of them days, I got to just chill. Right. I have to just breathe. I don't know if that's walking on the beach or walking on the boardwalk or walking down a sidewalk or just laying in a room all day and watching whatever nonsense five time, channels right? I got. Yeah, I, need I need one day to chill because everybody comes back from vacation, needing a vacation from a vacation because they ran that whole time. And you're not going to put me in that situation. Right. I spent all this money to get away. That's why <laughs> I, I kind of was, I was wondering how I was going to feel, but I was kind of rejuvenated probably because I was by myself and I wasn't like on high. It was on your own pace. Was, exactly. So and I came your mother, so and I went up there. That's so a break the too. fact that I didn't have my kids, mm-hmm. I didn't have my husband, I didn't have anybody. It was just me. I was like, damn, that's how my life used to be. Like, Wow, never have it back like this again. Nah, but you'll, you'll have moments. Moments. <laughs> They'll be 20 before you know it. Yeah, there's still five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still five. But no, but yeah, so good looking out on asking that because um, that was definitely like some good times. It was good. Some, some, some well-deserved moments. You know, I got a little certification, so I got some more letters behind my name up there. So, mm. you know. Congratulations. Cool. Thanks, appreciate it. That's what's up. That's what's appreciate up. It. No, but like, I definitely wanted to pull up, but. I can't always do what I want to do. Sometimes I think I can. It ain't. It ain't really like that no more. Right. Like it's too many other obligations. But it's cool, man. I'm gonna catch you. We gonna we gonna catch a road trip together soon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's DC. Maybe it's San Tropez. But we gonna go some fucking way soon and carry I, I one like of the these push bags. <laughs> yeah. Who you telling? So, like I said, been a whole lot going on business wise and otherwise since you was going handling business and doing what you do. That we'll talk about off air for sure but one of the things i can talk about on air was um over the weekend like i said shout out to the homie del p he calls me on fly day right after i got off air i think he timed it that way it <laughs> <laughs> told me that um he needed a solid and he was um i had an opportunity to host the back to school drive for Win- in winfield in triangle park mm-hmm. and like you know what Triangle Park is, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, the dope-ass park. Yeah, so the park crazy. And I think it's dope because, like, I feel like the setup is, like, it's safe. 
like when you have a park that's in the middle of three different blocks driveways then you can't do no crazy shit in the park because there's right, always right, somebody right. that can see what you're doing and it's wide open it's not no trees and nothing distract you know obstructive view or nothing and i feel like this city doesn't have i feel like we should plan more parks that way because it's big enough right. it's enough space and like the funny thing about parks on some real shit and i thought about this the older i get when you ride around to places you used to be when you was a kid and you realize that it used to be 10 of y'all playing football on this much grass. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you don't need much space as a kid to get yeah, loose. Like, you can do whatever you need. So I thought that was dope. And the event was dope. Like, they had plenty of um, plenty of things for the kids to do. Plenty of food, water, ice, water, all of that stuff. But they had um, a lot of um, back-to-school supplies. They had services. They had Oak Street out there, which my mom loves Oak Street. That's for, you know, senior mm-hmm. services. Um, the lady actually knew my mom. She actually told me exactly who my mom was. That is funny. Hilarious. Um, but I got to host it, and what was dope about it was like, it was like one of the best shows I've been to all summer, like all year. And like, Kate co-signed it. Like, you talking about five grand? Um, Del P, Corey Williams, Jay Reezy, um, Joey. What was her name? Joey, she was dope as hell. I messed her name up that day, too, so I don't want to mess it up. Let me Joey look it up. Cathos. Joey Cathos. She's mm. dope. We all said Cathos. Like, only one person said her name right, and it's funny because I introduced her, and I apologize. But um, I said Joey Cathos, and she came up there, and she, you know, was she was pleasant. She wasn't rude about it, but then she said, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Cathos, Joey Cathos. I'm like, oh, because I hate messing up people's name, like. And I should have asked her, but I thought it was uh, simple. Right. It was one of the things. K with, it's a K. K-A-T-H-O-S. Look her up. She dope. Like, she great energy. Dances. She has a great story. Um, She does a lot Um, of explaining her, her identity and her feelings about why things that she, you know, that she's performing exist. And it's not in a way that puts you. It's a way to do things. And she does it well. You know what I mean? Her mom and dad was there. Her dad's a manager. One of the songs about her mom, and it wasn't such a pleasant thing about the relationship, but her mom was there supporting, and they have a great relationship. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just like, you, I saw a this real, a saw a real artist out there, and right. it's a, it's a yard full of kids and their parents and a lot of older people that I think just was lived on them blocks and came down. So it was a good energy, a good vibe. We got some footage. We'll we'll put it up on Sipping with Sammy soon. But it was dope. So I want to thank Del P. I want to thank Music Notch. Um, everybody that performed that day killed that shit. But, like, it's nice to see because it's similar to a conversation we had on here before. And you were, um, it came down to um, promotion and exposure when we got to the bottom of it. Right. But it's like I say, it's so many people out here doing so much dope shit mm-hmm. daily. Um, that even that day you was at a different event that I was supposed to be at with you right, right, and right. I couldn't even make it out there right, right, because right. it was something else going on that I had to contribute a different energy to because if I would have went with you we would have got the we would have got our journalism and stuff done there but I had to really host and all of that and I was honored to it was dope but what was the event you went to it was Kenyatta it was Kenyatta Johnson's community day that mm-hmm. was real fun he, uh, he, shout out to Kenyatta yo I go Word. way back with Kenyatta I think I was if not the first like one of the first people to ever covered him um, oh. I covered him when he had peace, not guns, before he was anywhere in politics. What year um, was that? That was um. They was calling me like little Lisa Thomas Lurie, so you know it was back in the yeah, day. Yeah, that's the 90s. Lisa been off the, uh, it probably was like two thousand and two. Two. Okay, I was thinking ninety eight. All right, so two thousand two. Because I wasn't in high off. school, I was in it college. It felt old though. It felt like a very old. Yeah, it was like uh, I was in college, so yeah, it was like 2002. So it's on YouTube. Shout out! You can you can look that up on YouTube. Peace, not guns. No, check it um, out. You Definitely. can see me. That was one of my first videos. Yeah, Lisa Thomas Lord, yo, that was one of my first ass. video interviews. Um, wow, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was why. So shout out to King. I always try to support him in anything that he does because he's very um, vigilant in the community. So I really like him. Um, and salute to him because um, he actually did make it possible for me to be able to be there in the capacity I needed to be, but I had to pull out. So I'm I pre- I'm appreciative regardless right. because, like I said, I would have been there. Right. But go ahead. What else happened? Um. So yeah. So that was that was it for last week. I was just really hyped to be there. Um. So what's some other events that's going on? We got a lot going on. Like I was I've been doing a lot. I'm trying to hit up. Well, um. Go ahead. We got Blacktoberfest coming up. Yes. Yeah. I'm hyped about that. That's something yeah. like a big deal, okay? Yo. I mean, Saf. 
My bad. I looked at K. Said whatever. <laughs> but um, no, the shit crazy because it's like sh- that's what it was. Shout out to K because it was a situation that was created through K. So K has uh, um been out with the responsibility. It's just a weird thing, but the win is in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, to organize performances for the Blacktoberfest. So she came up with the idea because of the relationship that um, Alamo has built because, you know, he's genuine, he's solid, he has the reputation he has for being professional and dope. She like, I think I'm about to reach out to Alamo and just figure out a segment so he could bring artists that people wouldn't regularly see through. You know what I mean? Because, of course, we're, a lot of, we're part of a lot of situations like that, but not for a festival of this magnitude. You never mm-hmm. get those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a dope idea. I'm like, I'm see how this play out. That's cool. Right. And then suddenly I was pulled in as a host. Like, you know what? You might as well host it. Cool. No problem. So we go, we holler at Alamo, solidify how it's going, how it's going to be situated. I don't want to get way too many details. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And um, when we get to the bottom of it, we pull off. We, 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 we dip off, we go about our business, and we realize that it's sponsored by, the stage is sponsored by Crown Royal and hosted by Sipping with Sammy. Nice. Sound like it was meant to be, goddammit. Yeah. So we're going to tear that shit up. Right. For real, for real. Um, I can't the, wait. <clears throat> the interest is up. Like, yesterday my phone was going crazy. I'm waiting on these artists to stop being artists and... Really book they slot and get situated, but that's not my place. That's your place because right. I would be there regardless, spitting right. out my Instagram to all them twenty thousand motherfuckers. Right, 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 you know right. what I'm saying? But like, it's a, it's a, it's a dope opportunity, and it's just like I remember asking Toucan probably about a year ago. Shout out to Toucan. I said, Toucan, I'm trying to host more shit. Like, I want to really get into hosting more stuff. And Toucan said, Just stay down, and they'll start calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was actually going to um, put my Glockaware shirt on today. Mm. Um, so y'all definitely see that in one of the upcoming episodes. I was going to wear my Glockaware shirt. Gotta but shout out set. to Boomy because this is my girl, Boomy. Um, Boomy is the daughter of Lois Fernandez, who's one of the founders of Adun Day. Mm. And That's major. Yeah, this is one of her shirts. I got a lot of her shirts. Um, Somebody fine-ass mine. Yeah. Did, do you have to take a vote before you buy the shirt? or? Yeah, I was giving the shirt. I ain't buy the shirt. Oh, I was giving right, the shirt. Right, I'm so just saying. All right, so you was nominated. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I know how that thing go. Can I do my... Uh, I mean, right. you, 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 my hair is growing. My I can do that growing. shit, but I won't. But my you hair is privileges. No, my hair is growing. It's coming back. It's coming back. My privileges without the window. Listen, I'll be back. Check waves. me in a little bit. Check me in a little bit. But yeah, so no, I just want to say shout out to my girl Boomy because um, no, salute to her. I love her. I love her shirts. Boomy is so fly. Like she definitely took. Like you know, I'm all about like, legacies and um, you know empowerment for our community, and she definitely took the footprints that her mom started and just kept on going and just kept up the time running with it because she kept Odunde going strong. Um, oh, she picked it up? Absolutely. That's dope. Yeah, she's been doing it for a couple of years. Ever since Miss Lois passed, I think two years ago now, mm. um, Boomy's been doing it and she's God bless. still been growing. Shout out her mom name again real quick because... Lois Fernandez. Miss Lois. Because that's history for the city and for our culture. It's the biggest African-American festival, I want to say, in the U.S., if not in the world, but definitely in the world, because it's African-American. It's African-American. It's so, it's probably, yeah, right, but I mean, it it'll be the world, too, because it's only one's African-American. Basically, <laughs> basically. No, you're right. But no, it is the, it is the biggest. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, the, it's been the biggest. Like, nobody has stole a year, like, none of that shit. Yo, if you like, ever feel like you need to, like, feel like your Afrocentricity, like, that's the place to be. If you have a new living space or office space that you want to decorate it with things that feel authentic to you that's a good space to go to yeah. and find things that like you know what like i mean you might want to just clothes. hold off and wait till the summer for certain things and be right. like you know what i want this room or this space to feel like home so i'm gonna make it out of stuff that i got from down there and it's a dope way to support black in one space i'm glad you said that because remember i said i wanted something for my house for my wall Aha. and i do have one thing for my grandma but i think that's what i'm going to get Day next year and get some real fly stuff. Why not? And then on top of that, well, for whatever you missing, you could um hit up Red from Dope Tribe yeah. Worldwide. I'm definitely going to hit him up for a shirt. But he's tuned into a lot of other black companies and businesses that we're not so. privy to because of how he running. Right. So um, he's I somebody that is I wonder if he was at the cool. We Buy Black con- um, convention. It's just week- it just passed he this was weekend at in Atlanta. something last weekend, but I don't know if it was the We Buy Black. That would have been a good place for him it to It was be. a couple conventions this weekend that was um similar. Okay. Not, not 
like I don't want to say similar because they weren't based on the same thing, but like where I know multiple of my people had to make a decision of which what one they were going, going to. Go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to misspeak, but um, yeah, I mean, shout out to my brother Red, man, he working. Shout out to Red, I he love went, his, his and line. I, and my other brother Weez, I was just on the phone with mm-hmm. Weez earlier. We was joking about um, not cancel culture, but like when you honest and you don't have to be mean. When you're right. honest, you get blocked every day from somebody on the internet mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's like, I, f- I felt like him today. So he called me like, what happened? So I'm telling him about the not the, the conversation I was having. And we can get into the conversation. Actually, it's a good conversation to have. But what I was saying was, um, what he what he was saying was, um, who did I shout out before we? I shouted out Reds. So what we were saying was, it's crazy because when you look at Reds' progression, like, I can't remember when um Hella Black, Hella Proud started. I feel like it was about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was at a certain level. And we watched them progressing. And, oh, that's how it started. Because um a girl said that don't um stop inviting her to like pages. And I said, why? And she said, because my notifications be popping. I be thinking I'm popping. And then it be a like page. So okay. I'm like, well, you maybe you put too much energy into a notification. And sometimes you get notifications from people that are trying to blossom and be great. And she responded, called me a dumbass, and then blocked me. So when I went to respond, it's like, eh, eh, eh. So I'm like, all right, cool. No sweat off my back. Right. But I put up the, the jokey drawn, like, I feel like wheeze. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to Red. I remember when all Red had was a like page. You see what I'm saying? I right. remember when he went from that like page to another like page. I right. remember when he got his domain and then got another domain. Right, right, right. It's levels to this shit. Absolutely. Eight out of the ten people that's doing it is really trying to make something happen and they're not just trying to get attention. Right. Three to four of them are really going to do something. Right. So you could ignore it and just say, damn, that's what's up. They doing what they doing. But I might not want those extra notifications, so I'm not going to like it. Cool. Right. And you can still support them without doing that. But understand that it's part of the process. Now, four years later, Red's got beef with Amazon. Right. From a like page. Right. Like, you got to understand what you're talking about when you're up here talking about how much attention you want. But back on individual level, when did notifications become so deep? I feel like if they're like, that important to you, you should probably turn them off. You need to reassess your life. You how should about probably that? just you need see to, them like, when you can. You need to reassess your everything. Everything. Like... The, yeah. the likes. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, people have been getting a lot of free... Uh, advertising promotion on Instagram for a long time. No, it's off been going on forever. That, just off the simple fact that but, how many followers you got, how many likes you have. At the same time, they have been getting it. But at the same time, sometimes you can't be mad at it because it's creative marketing. marketing. It's utilizing the tools that you have to get what you need out of it. And if I figure out that it makes more sense for me to start a beef online against my competitor than it does for me to spend five million in marketing and i, I. say e. Popeyes five versus chick-fil-a yeah, and i say five because <laughs> i know in that in that situation phenomenal marketing they've made over 30 million in marketing for free but at the same time like i remember um same thing happened with the um ball brothers they're dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they pop got big ball of bread over $60 million worth of free advertising right. by saying that his son was better than Kobe. Right, right, right. Like, it is what it is. Like, right. you got to utilize it, but it's not their fault. It's your fault. Now, the thing that, the, the part that fucks me up, what I think is more important than that, and how dumb we are with that and how much we're not aware of that, is the fact that it makes more sense to you to post about this major company than it does to support On The Scene magazine right. and post about Safiya. Right. than it does to support a, a non-profit that's doing something in the community to post a book bag drive. I right. hadn't seen, you know what I mean, drives went on in this last month? Yes. Did we see anywhere near the stream of that that we saw? And, I mean, we can even relate it to pictures of people wanting to take, make sure they get a picture of these kids that don't want to take pictures going back to school so that they can post it to be a part of the club. Right. Like, why aren't y'all posting the people that gave them the damn book bag? Right, right, right. Like, I don't understand that part of it. And that's what eats me alive because it's not about me. Like, I'm running around doing everything I need to do to make sure that my imprint is left. It's not about how popular I become. It's about right. knowing what I've done. But these motherfuckers, man. So what I was about to say is one of two things. And that, they're just vain. People are just, it's really about vanity in that sense. 
But what I was also going to say is me as an entrepreneur, like, it kind of fucked me up. And I, I, I don't mind if Instagram or whoever, like, has the likes and followers. And I don't really yeah. care about that because I don't rely on Instagram for my business. So I kind of feel disrespected to an extent. I don't want to I don't want to offend any. I don't want to make an offense because it's not what I'm saying. But me, I got my domain name. And I don't realize. So when Instagram was fucking up and you couldn't post and you couldn't see shit, I was you cool. You to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. I was good. And mm-hmm. so what I want people to understand is that you don't need to rely on that anyway. Like, you need to establish yourself. Yes, it's a stepping stone. It's a great place to start. Yeah, you got free it's marketing. It's a network of people that hopefully love you and care about you. So it's actually, it's a great space Absolutely, to start it. But don't let it be a reliance. Don't make that shit. That's not where you work you at. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think you people it, understand that. I think it's for awareness to your community. Sure. You promote to the people. Right. And I don't think people understand that the fact that, you know, they're basing their credit, their, not credibility, but their, their liking factor off of how many followers they have and how many likes they get. And to me, that's so lame. It's vain. But that's why they post a picture at 8 o'clock at night and repost it tomorrow at 1030. Yeah. In the, in the morning because they didn't get enough likes, so they took it down. And I'm the exact opposite. So if I, like, forget, I've forgotten to, like, um, post, uh, add a picture to a certain post or forgot something to do something, I will not take it down and repost it because I'm like, mm, can't do that. I already posted it. Like, I'm the exact opposite. You know what I'm saying? I'm there. Well, I don't, I don't care enough. Because I already like, put it out there. I don't it, have to take it down and redo it. It's done. It's post, out there. And I post a lot. The only thing I would take down, the only thing I could take down is if something is offensive to somebody that right. I didn't expect to be offensive. Like, a lot of stuff I, I post, I know it's going to be offensive to some fucking body because right. it's the truth. Right. But at the same somebody. time, like, I'm not that arrogant. People too sensitive these days. I'm not that arrogant to be like, yo, it may be an aspect of this that I didn't account for. Right. You know what I mean? But that never has happened. But, right, like, right. that's the only situation. Like, one time, all right, I'll tell you a time I did take pictures down. Won't say her name. She the homie. But I went out um out of state to do an interview. And we was there for hours, took a lot of pictures, a lot of artists came through, and it was a dope, dope situation, right? Shout out to Ace Fist for setting it up. I get back the next day, I'm posting all the pictures, mad pictures. And all the pictures that Ace and Mad Labs took of me and her, she's laughing because I'm on there cutting the fuck out. You know me, I'm in my bag, and I'm on by now because we've been chilling, drinking. So with Sammy. Right, that's me. Like, so she I post the pictures and she hop in my DM the next the same day, like, Oh my god, I can't believe that. Take them pictures down. I look horrible. I built my reputation for years and you trying to ruin me. Like she took it all the way there. And mind you, she's a good looking woman. <laughs> she's very raw and blunt, so I wouldn't think that she was that anal about certain right. things. Right. Cool. But to say I'm trying to ruin your brand because you're insecure, because nobody can catch you in a picture off guard, is very scary when you're doing interviews and everybody brings camera people with them. Yo, it was the craziest shit in the world. And the only reason I took it down was because she said I'm trying to ruin her. And trying to build relationships in this industry and being as though she was gracious enough to have me on her platform and she showed us a good time and we didn't have a problem, I would hate for her to think that. Right. But it's crazy that we even had to go through this because right. at the same time, you didn't look bad at any pitch. Like the same pitches, like I like I'm the kind of person. If somebody say they don't like the pitches. I'll tell them to like them. So I know which ones to take down. Right. So I told her, like, like the pictures you talking about. And some of the same pictures she was talking about, I was receiving DMs off of her about like, you know, what I mean, like niggas seen them on page was like, Yo, who the fuck is she? I mean, I'm and it's like some shit like that, too. But it's like but I would never. But I feel don't like I'm come not at me like that, I'm yeah. trying to ruin you. No. And mind you, women is quick to say my page is my page. And I could carry it like that too, but I also know that people have other shit. I'm not trying to, right. you know what I mean? Right. I don't want nothing. I don't want to start no shit, but I don't never try to like embarrass somebody. Like if you go on most girls' pages, they have the perfect picture of them and their girlfriends. If you go on a girlfriend page, they have the perfect picture of them yeah. and their girlfriends. The girl that had the first picture don't look quite as perfect in the second picture but you know what? i'm so not like <laughs> i'm so a, such a perfectionist like every post that i have is so, so strategic that's why i don't post as much as everybody else because mm-hmm. everything is so strategic that i want everybody to look right i don't want somebody's eyes to be closed somebody but see that's like, the thing i pick the bo- best picture for everybody I don't pitch, or i don't post exactly. it exactly like, like if <laughs> i posted it i thought you looked good in it right right, right and right. it wasn't about because really on some real shit my page sees me so much it don't really matter if i look great right, in right, it. Right, right, you know right, what i'm saying right, right. because like 
this is just another face I make. Like y'all seen this face all fucking year. Yeah. Like I don't have you post to. Post a lot, so they always see. Yeah. It. So I don't have to be like. If you notice, a lot of the pictures that I post, I be the one with the dumb look, <laughs> and it's because I be talking shit. I be trying to make motherfuckers laugh. I be doing all type of little shit when we taking flicks. But I don't care about the fact that I look like this. Right. 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 <laughs> While everybody else. Right. I'm cool. I got a couple of them too. I'm gonna get one in five minutes because somebody else gonna take a picture and I'm gonna hop in and go. Right. Like it's not a thing. Like we gotta stop taking ourselves so serious, especially if we act like we want people to one like us for who we are, respect us for who we are, and want to work with us. Because people recognize fake shit. People sure. ma- recognize made up fluff shit. Yo, and real recognize real wasn't around for nothing. Like the only reason that you do a job interview after a resume and an application. Is because people want to know if they want to fucking work with you. Right. Do they want to come in the office every day with your personality greeting them? Right. That's all they want to know on some real shit. Like, an interview is not there for any other reason other than, like, you can walk in there, and this is how a lot of people walk in relationships. I got this, I got this, I got this. I'm accomplished. I could do this, dot, 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 dot. But then when you're dealing with somebody that's like, yeah, but how do we coexist? Right. That's just not as special as you think it is. It's time to bend. It's time to, to, to understand that it's not always about the fact that you got off the wrong side of the bed this morning. Mm. It's time to realize that your struggle has nothing to do with the workplace. Like, these are things that are important. And it's crazy because everybody does it. And like I've said on platforms before, and I don't think I said it on here, I used to tell young black men all the time, the last thing you need to say out your mouth around the fucking job or around anybody from the job is I don't need this job. <laughs> Because you're probably one of the youngest people at that job. You're probably in a good position. Probably not the position that you know you will be in. I'm not going to say want to be in because you're probably progressing. This is probably a stepping stone. And you're probably working with people who this is their life. Right, right, right. So when you're in that situation, you know who goes to lunch with the managers? Them old heads. You know what they say in that lunch? This little motherfucker said this, that, and the third, and third. They won't say that you said, I don't need this fucking job. They're going to say everything else. Because... They agree that you don't need this fucking job. Right. Because they supporting their grandkids and the blah, 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 and all of that off of this same job that you don't respect. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they're, they, they're spiteful of you for it, whether they know it or not. Right. So it's like a slippery. It's like the most dangerous thing to do as a young black male to stand in these positions, especially when you're in a position when you kind of winning, like for your age grade, <laughs> like, and be like, man, well, fuck them. I don't need this, or have that attitude. You're right. Cause you know what? And I'm not a black man, but even as a, a woman or a black woman, mm-hmm. I felt like that numerous times, and I never folded. Like to like a lot of jobs. Every I can go back to any job that I've ever had in my entire life. I can go back to and none of they don't know how much I fucking hated any of them. You Even after I mean? you left. Even after I left. If you go back, it's hey. And they you, still don't know. Yeah. They still wow. don't know. Bump into like, me in the streets. Hey, how you doing? Exactly. Because they don't need to know. First of all, this, this, this is, is a job. It's a job. And I don't it's think a like, job. that's it. That's all it and is. And the only thing I take personal is my production. So in my that, pay. Don't if, mess with my money. No, no. I'm I'm absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Please say that. That's first. That's right. number one. But I mean like in regards emotionally to the job, the only thing I care about is the part I'm supposed to play into my expectations my and what I what I'm supposed to what absolutely. I'm supposed to reach as far as goals go. I'm not taking you niggas home with me. Right, right. right. Like not at all. But it's funny what, you <laughs> what I want to what I want to tap into is when you say you probably the youngest one and you know you might not be where you know you want to be, but and I've always I dealt think that's with that. important. I've always dealt with that to where i'm in today to everywhere like any position i've ever been in you know i was always stepping stone but i was always the youngest person but was very knowledgeable what i didn't know i learned like that so you split you know the room though at that point because right. you have people that respect that and that like want to help you with that or want to learn from that and then you have people that's like fuck she thinks she is right or why they bring her why like what i'm a, and and the thing is it's about being uncomfortable. It's about the fact that they don't have any stability. Mm-hmm. They don't or know security. Yeah, security. They don't know if tomorrow something happened. They what are they going to do? Let me tell so you. So you're a threat. Let me tell you what I do in any position I'm ever in, in any in any position I'm in. I find the most smartest person in the room, and I get under their wing, and I learn everything that they know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, any position I'm ever in, I got every director, I got every owner, I got every person's the per, the highest person in command. I got their number on speed dial to this day and can call them for anything. I, mean, that's, I don't, I don't want to be not, I don't want to be a yes person or not. No, oh, I don't know. Ask, no, I want to no, know what yeah. you know. And that's, I think I'm similar in a certain regard where it might not be the top person in the company, 
but it's probably the person that the most productive in the company or the person that I see like I respect what they do within it right because sometimes within certain jobs I've had I don't have access to the up uh, and, right. and a lot of the times they are like you they right. don't want to talk to me I'm not comfortable around them because right. they have perceptions of me because mm-hmm. of mm. whatever and I'm cool but mm-hmm. at the same time if I'm trying to learn something I adapt to the people I can learn from I'm not really worried about being buddy buddy right. I don't want to go to happy hour with y'all after right, we no. get off like I'm not playing them but games. I, know the I don't want to know who kissed who and who nah. I, I want to find out how to master this thing exactly. so that when I lead this thing I could do something else and apply that right absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah so for me it doesn't I mean for me it just happened to have always been like because of the industry I'm in the field mm-hmm. that I'm in it was easy for me you to, in the building with the people right so it was mm-hmm. easy for me to do that um but like I said it's always the most knowledgeable person so it happened to be the director or happened to be the owner or whatever it was um but I just made sure I just get my dad always told me like it doesn't matter what situation you in just get what you can out of it if it's but you've also been a supervisor at a lot of your situations yeah. and a director of a lot of things too so you know how to talk to them you know right, what, right, right. you know what's expected protocol wise and hierarchy wise so it's easier to relate to them too and that's a lot of times why I have an easier time dealing with certain people because even no matter where I come in at I've been somewhere else mm-hmm. and I know what's expected right and I and I and I respect that part of it you know what I mean? It's like it's like when your substitute teacher used to say, "Don't get me in trouble, y'all." You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all good. Right. And it's like that's really what it is. Make mm-hmm. sure you do your job so that there's no eyes on them, and you could be able to do what you want if you do it right. Right. But if you keep playing games, you keep fighting the system, then you're never gonna progress, and you're always gonna be behind the eight ball. And the stress you take home is gonna be created by you. Right. right. But nobody says that it's created by them. Nobody ever puts it on them. Accountability. Yeah, I mean, like I asked my homegirl one time because um, I think I said this before. I hate, I don't know. I got, I talk too much, but I had a homegirl. Um, she was dealing with one of my homies. We was out. It was somebody's birthday. They was both there. I walk in with my homie. She usually hey, uh, I see her. She only like spe- she give me that hey like like she don't know me like she just speaking because I'm around type John. So I'm like, all right. So I see her again later, you know, neighborhood, and she, hey, and I'm like, all right, because I thought we went through something. I'm confused. She like, oh, no, that ain't had nothing to do with you. That was him. You was with the guy. And I'm like, I knew you before y'all knew each other. Right. For one. And for two, don't do me like that. Like, right. that sound I crazy. So I asked her a question because, you know me, I, 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 I be interested. Fishing. I wasn't fishing because I can't get nothing. Like, all I'm going to do is get cussed out. It's right. nothing I can get out of her um, reaching. Right, right, right. So I'm like, are you one of the people that, like, if you having a bad morning and you go to work, like, you treat it like you having a bad morning, like, you, you one of them? She like, yeah. I'm like, yo, you got to grow up, yo. Like, that shit don't work nowhere. Like, it don't work. Like, nobody cares. Everybody right. has problems, yo. Right. Everybody has somebody in the room they might be trying to avoid whether they know them or not. Right. Don't ever treat your people like that because at the end of the day, I'm an outline and an asset no matter what in our relationship because I don't have a personal thing with you where I have a reason to block anything from you and all I have is a, a, a huge network of people that could possibly help you if you lose that job for walking in there stank on Monday. Right. right. You see right. what I'm saying? So that's weird to me, but I don't hug her no more. I'm going to keep it G. It's like why well, I don't speak to niggas that speak to me half the time. I don't understand what what's the difference between which days we supposed to shake hands or which days you supposed to nod or which times right. we supposed to just stare at each other. Like I don't know how to gauge that because I've never created that. Right. So in that light, I have to just be like, yeah, I'm this safe. Is, that's a challenge, yo. It's very strange because I'm a man, so as a grown man, a lot of times you tell yourself, "We just had a conversation." But then, as a man, also. When certain people are on a certain level, you open yourself up to a lot of conversations that turn into confrontations. Mm-hmm. And he better off left alone. Because people don't know how to have conversation without and, confrontation. And a lot of the people that they I would... don't know how to accept or just even just... They're part in it. They're yeah. rolling it. But it's like a lot of the people that I'm dealing with are people that are in the business that are considered or feel like they are somebody also. So it's a lot of that that plays into it. And then it's like, well, you know what? It's better left alone. Because I'm not taking that home with me Like I'm not Like this is my job now So it's the same thing in this world That it is in the office Like I'm not taking that shit Please Mm -hmm. You know what I mean And I think about certain things And I strategize certain things And I try to figure out certain things 
But I'm not going to build hate towards right. <laughs> somebody that, like, I don't hate you mm-hmm. at all. I might not like you. I might not appreciate you. You know what I mean? I might still respect you. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to, like, act like we cool because I don't know when to act like we cool. Right. That's a very strange space to be in. Yeah. And I'm not a, you know, like, and I hate to say it, like, females are great at it. I was about to say, I'm kind of going through that with one of my friends right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. I'm like, she sometimes responds to my mm-hmm. text, sometimes she don't, sometimes she, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what's going on. Like, I have no idea. Like, we had no conversation. It was just one day, it just happened. I got a homegirl that said when she got pregnant and was having a baby, her girlfriends disappeared. And mind you, this is her words. I don't know the validity of it. But at the same time, like, that's scary. A lot of people say that, and I'm just saying that, thinking in hindsight, because I had my kids kind of later, is what I think. And I'm just thinking about my friends that had babies when I was younger. And it's not that I disappeared, but that wasn't my life. Like, And that's part of, like, why I said it. Right, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel bad because this is one of my closest friends. I felt like, damn, I did disappear on her when she had her kid, like, right after high school. Mm-hmm. But it was like... I was feeling, I was shake, moving and shaking though, like so. No, I could dig it. I understand. You know, like it's even like to this day now, like like just, like the, like you just said. I don't know if we was recording or not, but like even overcommitting, like saying you could do so many things and you just can't do it because I always been like that. I always been doing a lot, but I was like, damn, I really haven't been there for a few of my friends, like when they was having their kids. But I had the conversation at some point, and don't force it. But you know, when y'all see each other, keep it funky. Tell them, like, yo, thinking back and being the mother and all of this, I'm thinking, and you know how I was moving, because y'all know each other, know each other. Y'all not fake friends. Mm-mm. So it ain't like they don't know what you was, what world you was in. You was running around, trying to work, trying to build, trying to do things. So at the same time, we all had those, like, all right, perfect example, and you can relate to this. Probably two hours ago, I was saying how it's been years since I drunk with money bags, since I had a drink with money bags. Years. Love that man to death. Can't even really tell you the last time I seen him. You know what I know he got? He has a wife. He has children. He has jobs. And congratulations, now he has the fire department, which is a hell of an accomplishment. So I don't take it personal that we don't catch up and drink. Right. And I'm using drinking as as an example because I'm always drinking. So it's like Mm -hmm. that's something simple to do. You know what I mean? But, like, um, we joke about it all the time. Every time we get off the phone, it's like, yeah, which isn't often. It's like, yeah, we got to drink one day. And I'll be like, you ain't coming out. Like, right. it's it's the ongoing joke. Right. Money ain't fronting on me. He ain't turning his back on me. He's handling his business, which goes to that other conversation I was talking about. Right. The question was posed, why can't dads multitask like moms? And I responded, because they multitask like dads. Mm-hmm. She responded, which actually means they can't multitask. Well, I think she was being facetious as well. I think she and I understand it. that that was facetious, but it's also, all right, there's a lot of people that post things knowing that they're wrong, but also knowing that there's a support <laughs> group for it. Know that there's a bunch of bitter people that's going <laughs> to act like. I was wondering where you was going with That the they don't group. act like they understand reality. And are just going to say, yeah, because that makes me feel better. And it's like, I take offense to it for a couple reasons. Because I'm not a father. But one, it's not true. And we know that. Let's start there. Because that's the simple part, right? Thank you. Two, I have a great father. Mm-hmm. You Ooh. have a great father. Mm-hmm. I've grown up around great men influences my role, dad was a single dad so role he had models. to have most had something my coaches had families and lives and jobs and made time for us mm-hmm. and their families and we know their kids to this day because they had to come along sometime just like mothers got to bring babies along sometime mm-hmm. so i thought about my father salute to the og you know what i'm saying big jim my guy <laughs> my hit the um my whole life my only problem in my dad's relationship to be honest was that when I was younger it was easier to talk to my mom about things than Mm -hmm. it was to my dad about things and he was a man but the 
thing was my mom was always home and she worked too but she worked at my school at a for a portion of my life she worked at school so during the summer she was off like she had our same breaks like that's part of the reason she did it so so that she could be off when we were off mm-hmm. so i was just more accustomed to talking to her i wrote school with her. i wrote home from school with her. i was in the house with her if i got in trouble it was with her she had to call him and tell him what i did like mm-hmm. and he would get home late night eat have a drink and go to bed or stay up and try to entertain her company and fall asleep on the couch <laughs> like you know what i mean like that was my life but he's been multitasking the whole time. He was a teacher with a with a double masters that decided he didn't want to be a principal because he didn't want to take that home with him because he had a barbershop that he owned that he had to run when he get off at three o'clock. So he can't be the first in the building, the last out the building, and take that stress home. So he had right. to go to the barbershop. Then you in a barbershop when it was lit lit when barbershops was doing what they was doing in West Philly, and you know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. he, he he right down the street from Hilltop. So we mm-hmm. talking about glamorous life days when I was growing right. up. You see what I'm saying? Barbershop was lit. He don't get out there till eight, nine on average. Get home when he get home. Blase blah woo dee woo. He do that, do that, do it all over again. He's off one day a week, basically, because you got two days off. The barbershops is closed on Sunday and Monday traditionally. Right. So Sunday you a deacon, so you all day in church. You know what I mean? You you the one that got to do the last count on the money and all of that. Like right. he, that was his position. So you the last one out of there. Right. Day shot, get home, maybe catch a football game or something, pass out. You know what I mean? Monday, you off. But we got to go to BJ's. We got to go to uh, Walmart. Right. We got to go right. to such and such. We got to run past. Right. Yeah, and then let's go get something to eat because I don't see you all week. Right. And then, yeah, and a lot of times it wasn't, I mean, when we was younger, yeah, sometimes. But mostly it's for my mom. You know what I mean? It's to, it's to kind of give her a break. You know what I mean? And give her some attention. Right. And so this day, like, you know how they move. They still, Mondays are still the same. Sunday's still the same. He's still in a barbershop the rest of the week. Yeah. And they go on vacations more. And they started going I on vacations them. more when she got sick. Yeah. And his response was, you know what? Let's, let's, let's lighten this. You know what right. I mean? Let's, let's, let's have more fun. Let's, let's take advantage of the, the hard work he's put in. Right. But in between vacations, it's still the same fucking cycle. Right. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is if he's done that my entire life and I'm damn near 40 and he's been in multiple pictures and all these vacations and family reunions and at a couple games, he ain't been at a lot of my games, but I can't, you know what time my games are? Right. <laughs> like it's impossible. Right. Never resented that. You know what I mean? But like that feels like multitasking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like it's disrespectful to because of your situation. And my first question was, who are these men? So I was going to ask you what was the whole, what was the conversation? Did it stop at that? Well, then or? she changed the post to why can't dads multitask like moms I think that. when it comes to dating? Huh? So now we're talking about something completely <laughs> different, Saf. Wait. <laughs> yes. Saf, now we're talking about a whole nother realm. You mad because a nigga can't meet you for dick. But the one and the two don't even make three. And that one, like... <laughs> now, my response to that at first was a joke. It was like, because y'all sneakier. But um, and then she was like, oh, that just means we smarter. I'm like, well, this thread proves that that's not true. But, you are so- I mean, I'm, 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 I'm kind of smart. So, in hindsight, they're probably one of the men that I was talking about earlier, like my homies or my dad. They have all this shit going on, and we ain't even bring up we ain't even bring up court situations based on when you can and can't see your kids. That you got to fit in with all the shit, and you don't get to dictate the best three days of your week that you get to get them. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of factors that play in. So you're saying that you're upset as a parent for a parent being a good parent. Now you're not upset at that. You're upset because you think it might be an excuse because he might not want to see you. Right, and that's what I was about to say too. I was about to say both of those. That was both of my points. So instead of just saying something out there that you know there's a support group from that you could try to be discreet and not even get no real answers out of, why not say the real shit? Huh? The support group is stupid too. No, they horrible. But no, no. But if they say what you say, they geniuses. But 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 that's dumb. Exactly. It's just (laughs) like posting the same shit every day and everybody that comments posts the same three emojis. And you feel like you've accomplished something. 
Nobody thought about that. That's their natural reaction to people posting a picture of their face is to put up three heart emojis. Yes. Th- exactly three. Or four, whatever the number. I don't know. I'm not right, an emoji. I, got you. I still I still type LOL and cracking the fuck up. Like Me I'm too. I'm still old school mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the number is. Don't you know, y'all can explain in the comments. But like when it comes to that kind of shit, it's just like What's the purpose? It's like I asked the question a couple weeks ago. I said, what's the difference between the shows that you talk about on here and the ones you don't talk about on here? What's the difference? Everybody else is talking about them. I can't tell you about a show that y'all not already talking about that might be dope because I got to talk about what everybody else is talking about. And what people don't realize is one of the online tricks, like when you're in a relationship or whatever, it's like that and you don't want to open yourself up to things where people might say comments that you might have to argue with your significant other about or that you're trying to hide from you just talk about the shit everybody else talking about right you don't say anything until motherfucking um scandal comes back on right. you don't say anything until power comes back on one thing that disgusted me with wow, us wow really i could never what th- I, I know this patterns um, yeah, I'm not like that at all. And oh yeah, I'm, and then still, you don't makes post. My life easy. My significant other, significant other doesn't have any of that social media. So you don't even care. But like, <laughs> but I mean, even with that, things get back. So they you know, do. but you're not doing they anything do. that no. you have to hide. You're not and trying to be a funny. different person than you are. Like if you no. were, you couldn't be on this podcast because you would have the front. Right. No. You no. see what I'm saying? No. Like you're not. This is going on online. Like so, it's yeah, the same it. thing. So you're not like that. I just don't understand how people can be fo- like this following thing is just like really just like bothersome to me. Like, why don't people just have like lives? I feel like it's a lot of scarecrows. Like, if I only had a brain type shit, like, it is, it is. But a lot of them, the sad part is, a lot of them have brains, and a lot of people operate from that. Utilized. A lot of people operate from the aspect of, well, if I'm here, this is what I'm supposed to do, because this is what everybody else does on here so this is what this is for where i keep trying to point out like i was excited about social media at one point because i thought that it would be an opportunity for us to learn so much more about so much shit that we didn't like you know how they always say like the internet age these kids don't have pen pals they have people that they interact with from across the world and they start learning things and understanding things and this that, and the third i thought it was going to be an opportunity like to learn more about people i knew and things that they were into right. and then i wound up about a, around a bunch of people that scared for somebody to say yo that's not cool yo this is kind of and like, it's weird yo what's weird is i was playing this game right this word game Rezzle. And the person I was playing against, you know, I just be, I'm, I don't have many, I don't, I don't connect any of my stuff to like Facebook or nothing, so I gotta just find random people, right? Yeah. So this guy starts like, oh, Sunny Bricks, that's a, that's a unique name. Um, what does it mean? So you know, I saw some shit, whatever. And um, he starts talking. He's like, oh, so um, I'm from London, England. Where are you from? I'm like, where are you from? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> he like London, England. I'm like, oh, all right. But my whole point, I was like, yo, like, dude, it's like, so if a kid is playing this game. Mm-hmm. Like my whole thing is, what are you like? It's dangerous at the same time. It's very dangerous. But we've known that since this conversation about the internet. With I didn't realize some of the games that I felt was very innocent. No, could like, be platforms as well. And what's crazy about the gaming culture, like the real gaming culture, is they talk anything with headsets. They talk crazy on them. Oh on yeah, but this joint—he was texting it. No, I like, understand, but I'm just saying, like, like and, that's why friends, I said the like, bigger gaming culture because I knew you was talking about just the um the right. phone. Right. Oh yeah, I won't even allow but, like, about it. This gaming shit is weird. Like, I won't even allow. My, I mean, I know they're young, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know when I'm allow them to do that. It's very strange, but it's it's just crazy. Like, I just want people to make better use of their shit and stop being so scared of everything and stop like, it's too many patterns. It's too many. It's too many patterns. It's, it's too much. I'm going to disappear. And then when I'm five months and my baby bump look right, I'm going to make sure I post that. And then I'm going to disappear. And like, yo, no, cut it out. And then I'm going to pop back up with that one. when I'm about to have a baby in a month and he's not with me no more and tell Perfect. everybody how happy he I am. Layers to it. How happy I am that I'm enlightened now because and you enlightened in a week? Yo, two things. One, <laughs> women, as I know for me, I didn't show my first pregnancy picture until I was seven months because. It was my first okay, kid. Okay, you show him, you ain't disappear. Like, no, nah, not really. I didn't. Maybe I was six months too. But the point is, women be scared to show stuff like that because their time is like 
really like no i understand not announcing pregnancy Okay. What I'm saying is disappearing completely from oh. the internet. And then you said showing the ba- picture right before, like, you had a baby. And then I didn't show my picture with Warren until I was two weeks about to have a baby. I'm like, Sh- I didn't find out I was pregnant until I was six months with the no. See, I like, had to get my life in my head right. And this like, is something, this is a conversation <laughs> I have with somebody that you know all the time. When you're somebody, and, like, <sighs> I grew up in the days where every woman wanted to tell you they wasn't like other women. Actually, they'd be like, I'm not like these other bitches. I'm yes. gonna be honest. I was trying to say that was women. like the line. I was trying to say women because, but that's what they were saying. So I could that say that was it. definitely a line. I, but I like, said it a time or two. But like in all actuality, nine out of ten times they were exactly like everybody. And Number right now, right now, Facebook and social media proves <laughs> that, and they don't even realize that they're removing their value every time they do that. Like now, it's obvious what you care about, how soft you are, how dumb you are, and all of that. Because you want to, you want attention so bad that you just putting too much out there. It's funny because you made a post and our girl, um, uh, I saw somebody we went to school with, <laughs> doing it. Um, and it was something to the effect of like, and I can't remember exactly what the post was. It wasn't your rag. I, I want to say it was a repost, but something to the effect of like women wanting like respect, but they post pictures that are like disrespectful or something like that. Like, yeah. And. And somebody was like, where is this coming from? You was like, no, I just kind of need to be heard type of thing. Like, Yeah. Well, see, I don't have, and this is but, something. But what I want to say ahead, before you say that is just that I've just noticed, like, the transition of people who I thought. I'm doing this anyway. Huh? <laughs> I said I'm doing this anyway. Go ahead. Oh, I, <laughs> I noticed the transition of what people used to post, and somebody that used to only post one thing is now posting something completely different because she wants to be, or he or she wants to be with the masses, right? Just want to be mm-hmm. in the in crowd. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that recently, and I'm just like, yo, people just, again, to me, are followers, and they don't, not independent thinkers. And I just feel like people need to just do, like, been, be the individual selves, mm-hmm. you know, be unapologetically themselves, and that's like the new... As long as you're not right hurting now. nobody, you're trying to hurt nobody. No, but, but be you. Be you. Be you. Stop trying to be everybody else. Just be you. I see the same polls. I see the same, pic- like... Everybody has to post every boomerangs female, now. Every female to me. And then if you don't post a boomerang, your your video can't be more than three seconds. Every person. Every, the fuck? Every girl that's like a light caramel to me looks like Nicki Minaj. They all got the same hair, the same eyes, the same everything. Like Same eyelashes. I, everything. And I'm not, I mean, I'm just saying like And Nicki's a Barbie doll. But just be original. Like, they all beautiful women, but why you got to look like this? Why does that I'm have be to be honest, a prototype? As a man, a lot of the times... Y'all are more beautiful before any of that shit. Absolutely. Before any of that shit. And it's crazy because when we say that, we get the backlash and they be like, but y'all like all them fake bitches. And it's like a beautiful woman is a beautiful woman. But if I, if you're naturally beautiful and you put on all this other shit to look like her and it doesn't do more for you than you already do for you. Right. Like I've woken up next to motherfuckers that look like they look when we went to sleep. Like, right. that's beautiful. Right. You see what I'm saying? So why are we talking about like, I need this, I need that. Like, I had a time where, you know me, my homies pop up on me all the time. So I'm at, I'm chilling with my homegirl, not nobody I was dealing with, just my homegirl. And I'm like, yo, my man about to slide. And it was somebody I didn't know she had a crush on. And her hair wasn't done. But we was in her house. And he doesn't care. And she went fucking crazy. And I mean, like, panic. Like visibly panicked, start running in circles and shit, and I'm just like, "Yo, oh wow, you could wrap your hair up, right?" I'm like, "Super cute little scarf on, like you could throw a hoodie, like you in the house. It's your house." My little hats. But see, that's another thing. We're gonna drag this a little long.